Welcome back to TTC for Success on the Go. This is Arish. And we're going to talk about something different. Are you in a place where you're ready to take in something different? Are you in a place where you're not going to be defensive and you can just open your ears and just be? There's so much pulling us seven ways to Sunday, right? And you know what the really biggest part to what pulls us the most is our families. I love my family, Woo, but they drive me crazy on a good day. I couldn't be here without them, right? And I'm sure you can recognize in your own life, you know, the value of your family, but just how intense it can be in terms of how you budget your time and how it affects you emotionally. How many of you have found yourself being the puppet? In other words, when something goes down in your family, you are the one who immediately has the strings that pull you up and you're like a marionette just going into orchestra. But let's think about this. In every family systems, somebody plays a specific role. I don't know, what role do you play? There are some of us who are the peacemakers, some of us who bring the drama and the conflict, and then there are some of us who just kind of step back and just watch, but then behind the scenes, we start our own drama because we're not satisfied with what has been done. Technically speaking, you can look at any family structure or system and analyze who plays what role and how that affects the whole system. Now, when I say system, I mean every family's got their funky way of working, right? I can't tell you if you've been driving a car with three tires that only work and one's flat that you don't have a flat tire because you've been driving that car like that forever, so you're used to it. On the other hand, if the car is going to constantly be turning in the same direction... I'm going to guess if the flat is on the right, you're going to turn to the left or vice versa. I'm not a mechanic. But, you know, detect the patterns, people. Like, how many times have we been here? We go underground, right? We tolerate, we tolerate, we tolerate. And then the volcano erupts. And we're like, I can't handle this anymore. I'm walking on eggshells. This is ridiculous. Help me. Well, how many times have we screamed help, but in the process afterwards, what are we doing different? Like differently, what are we doing that changes this pattern? If we're not, then we got to stop ourselves and say, hey, I'm part of this show. I am part of this puppet show. That one there is the problem. It's super easy to say, okay, if I go back a chapter to my childhood, I can blame it all on a, um, grandpa or I can blame it all on my mom. Yeah, you could, but in the repetition pattern, it continues. So this is a great moment in this podcast to just stop yourself and say, what role do I play? And what am I also perpetuating in this family novella, right? It's a novella. It's a soap opera. Our families are our own little microstructures. We have to recognize when we say, hey, help me. I need this one here to get a tune-up. <laughs> Realign them. Well, yeah, you can do that. That's very responsible of you to recognize when somebody's out of, out of sync, right? And, and doing things that are affecting everybody else. But in that process of healing that individual, whoa, that's where the good, good stuff happens. Hopefully, 
when that individual goes in for their treatment, the rest of the family also has access to treatment because guess what, people? If that individual who's out of alignment gets back in the car with the rest of you, it's going to keep happening and they're going to keep being unwell. So in order to make sure that our family system is healthy, if we choose an individual and we designate them as the patient or we say that they're the one who's the problem, we need to then take responsibility and say, okay, if they have issues, then how can we as a family adapt how we react to them? That, my friends, is the magic. Damn it, I wish I had a pill or a wand or some fairy dust to sprinkle on you all for this, but it, it's really hard work. It, it really comes down to you just putting in the time and being transparent enough to recognize how uncomfortable it is when it is uncomfortable and to be patient with yourself and forgiving. We have some amazing families at TTC. And I really respect you all because you've had the gumption to step up and say, help, we need help. <laughs> We're drowning. This individual is absolutely toxic and we don't want to see their demise. Help us. And in that process of helping that individual, we also want to put the first aid on you. Think about it. If your kid or your loved one has been unstable or dysregulated, aggressive, self-harming, suicidal, depressed, dealing with all sorts of mental illness or developmental challenges that cause them to be a ruckus in your day-to-day, guess what? You also need to apply the first aid. You also deserve the counseling and the therapeutic outcome as well. You're part of it. They can't heal without you because they're part of you. They came from you. You made them what they are. They made you what you are. That's what family is. Now, some of that is disturbing because many of you are not ready to recognize the role you contributed to the dysfunction. And I'm not placing blame because it is a very complicated process of recognizing when an individual steps outside of that family alliance and makes bad choices or they were born with certain dysfunctional aspects of them that nobody could predict. And so their reaction to your world, it, it just doesn't fit in a healthy way. That being aside, right? Not blaming. No shame, no blame, people. We still have to take a moment and recognize the impact. Impact on the siblings, impact on the parents, impact on everyone in that family system because you're probably alone at this point you're probably all by yourself you don't hang out with the family there's no thanksgiving christmas no you don't really do the celebrations and the birthday parties you don't really know your neighbors because you try to keep everything inside that house and keep it to yourself and keep it a secret and just try and hope that it will fix itself and it can get better it sure can but the longevity, right? Like keeping it going, make it sustainable. You all have to jump in the pool too. Can't just be that one individual who struggles. You have to look at the whole family. You're a unit. And that's the craziest part to this therapeutic world, right? I'm not pointing fingers to say something wrong with you. 
I'm just simply suggesting that you've been part of this ride. You've been part of this experience. So why wouldn't you have something to say? That being said, family therapy or individual therapy for the loved ones is not an easy road. And if you need help with that, reach out. There's plenty of us who can help you in that acclimation. But let me tell you something. When you have the courage to recognize your role in this theater, this novella of family, so to speak, man, it is so freeing. You just let go of all that foolery that brought you down on the day-to-day. You can see it. You can still love people, but you don't have to get wrapped up in it in a way that it brings you down. You can still go out there and shine. You can still go out there and achieve your goals. Do what you need to do. Your mood is still stable. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that balance that you deserve. Go catch your shining star. Why wouldn't you? And if you're trying to model for those kids who are recovering from their dysfunction, you absolutely need to set an example in your own balance, structure, and plan. It's not something that we can always do by ourselves. So I encourage you all to just reach out. Understand that nobody judges you poorly for being someone who says, hey, can I get a little help too? There's nothing wrong with that, you know? All right, folks. I hope this was helpful for you all. And tonight, I wish you the best. Reflect, collect, and go there. Be well.